Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets for Wednesday, October 27th. Almost just called it September 27th there. Egregious mistake by me early. It is not September. Weather outside, definitely not September. If it was September, I'd still be out on the golf course. Instead, I am in here talking some hockey. Not a bad consolation for October. Having a good year so far on the bets, up overall. Going to get right into the picks here right away. My name is Cecil Peters. You can find me at CecilPeters.com or on Twitter at CecPeets. Obviously, you're listening to this on the Mayo Media Network podcast feed or on YouTube. If you can like and subscribe to it wherever you're listening to it, wherever you're watching it, comment, rate, review, all that good stuff out. Really helps the show out. Helps out Pat. Helps out me. Moving on to the games here. We got a five-game slate in the NHL tonight. Pretty light night overall, but for a Wednesday, it's pretty heavy. Usually, it's only two or three games, so glad to see a few extra games on the slate. We're going to start in Florida. We have the Boston Bruins at plus 110 at DraftKings Sportsbook in Florida. The undefeated Florida Panthers minus 135 on the money line. I think I'm probably going to be betting Boston here. I'm going to wait until the day of. Obviously, I'm recording this the day before. Need to see what goalies are going. Need to see the matchups and everything. But if the line stays like this and the goalies are as I expect them to be, I think I'm betting Boston. I actually bet against Florida in their last game, which was ridiculous. They played the Arizona Coyotes, a winless team against the undefeated Panthers. The game went as expected. The Panthers dominated and won, but the Coyotes were plus 325 on the money line. Anytime I see that high of a number, almost any matchup in the NHL, I'm going to take it. There were chances during the game for Phoenix or for Arizona, sorry, to win that game. Ended up being 5-3. Arizona was up 1-0 at one point. So it's not completely unrealistic to think an underdog of that magnitude can win a hockey game. So if I do see a number like that again, I probably will be betting it. Obviously, Boston a lot better than Arizona. So they are only plus 110. Florida's not going to win every game this year. Okay? They gave up three goals to the Coyotes. Boston comes in. Their offense is pretty hot. Brad Marchand is scoring a ton. David Pasternak scoring. Patrice Bergeron's getting on the board. They're getting secondary help from their second line and third line. Boston's playing pretty good hockey. They've always been a solid team up and down the ice. That continues this year. Florida's obviously better, as their record shows. They got a really good lineup as well. Really good first line, really strong second line. They've balanced it out, so they have a really good third line as well this year. But at minus 135 against Boston, I don't like it. I am tempted to bet the Bruins. That is where I will likely be going in that game. Next game on the slate, we have the Detroit Red Wings. Kind of surprising this year in a good way. Not winning a ton of games, but they've won a few. They've had some pretty impressive victories. They're playing well. They're plus 155. Washington at home is minus 185 over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Washington's converting everything right now. One of the highest shooting percentages in the league. They're getting involved in high-scoring games. So the one area I look to in this game is actually the over. I don't, I haven't bet it yet. I would like to see it over six at plus money. We're probably not going to get that. Even if it gets closer to minus 109, minus 110, I'll probably take the over in this game. Washington's shooting percentage probably has to come down at some point, but they got guys like Alexander Ovechkin, TJ Oshie coming off a hat trick. They have snipers on the team. Detroit's goaltending, a strength for the first few games this year, has been pretty weak the last couple of games. Washington's goaltending is okay, but it's nothing amazing, so I do like the over here. The one funny thing I like about the Washington Capitals, and this isn't anything bet-related, is just watching Alexander Ovechkin play. He's got seven goals in six games so far this year. But the funniest thing is, he's not a great defensive player. I mean, he's not hes not horrible. He's not Patrick Laine bad defensively. He at least participates. But every time these guys are finishing off a game and they have a lead, Ovechkin's on the ice. 
And you got to think that was his call. He's probably telling the coach, coach, listen, coach, I'm chasing Gretzky's record. I need every chance I can to score goals. So every time the opponent's net's empty, they got four defensive players, and then they throw it to Ovechkin. And guess what? He scores all the time into empty nets. So if you think Ovechkin's going to break Gretzky's record, a big reason why, he's pretty much his own coach. He tells the coach, put me on when the net's empty against Ottawa last game. They had the goalie pulled for two minutes. Ovechkin was on the ice for a minute 45 of that. Had a couple shots at the cage. Almost scored and almost got a hat-trick himself that game. Really like the over here. But I don't know who to bet in this game. I do like Detroit. They're playing really well. Their first line of Tyler Bertuzzi, Dylan Larkin, and Lucas Raymond's playing well. Speaking of hat-tricks, they're all over the place right now. Washington gave up a hat-trick their last game. Lucas Raymond for the Red Wings scored a hat-trick in his last game. So... I mean, maybe look for a look for a hat trick bet. Try to bet somebody to score three goals in this game. Kind of seems to be the way things are trending for both of these teams right now. But as far as who's winning the game, I mean, it should be Washington, but they're heavily favored, so I'm not willing to bet it. Depending on goalie matchups, maybe maybe I'll dabble on Red Wings money line as a big underdog here on the road. The next game, two teams that are completely completely underwhelming so far this year. I don't even know which is worse, the Toronto Maple Leafs at the Chicago Blackhawks. Chicago hasn't won a game this year. They haven't had a lead all year. So if you knew that at the start of the year and said, oh, the Toronto Maple Leafs are coming to town, you'd probably say, oh, well, Toronto's going to be minus 240, minus 250 in this game, and Chicago's going to be plus 200, at least, probably more. The Blackhawks are plus 140 against the Maple Leafs. Toronto's only minus 160 to win this game. And it's not even a slam dunk bet because Toronto is playing so bad right now. They got spanked 7-1 by the Penguins who were missing every single good player on their roster except for Jake Gunsel, who didn't even participate in the game. Zero shots. I think maybe he had an assist. They just lost to Carolina. A game, yeah, they probably should lose. Carolina's a better team. But still, they're losing every game. The team's in shambles. If they go into Chicago against the Chicago team who hasn't, like I said, hasn't had a lead all year and lose this game... There's, I think there's going to have to be changes in Toronto. So Chicago needs a winner. There's going to be changes for them. Toronto needs a winner. There's going to be changes for them. I don't know which way to look in this game because both teams are in the exact same scenario. Toronto's the better team overall. And now add on to Chicago's problems. Patrick Kane already out with COVID or COVID symptoms or in the COVID protocol. Jonathan Taves looks like he's going to be out of this game as well. So now Chicago, kind of like Pittsburgh last time Toronto played them, has a bunch of players missing, weakening their roster even more. There's no reason for Toronto to lose this hockey game. But last time we said that they got blown out 7-1. And I bet the Leafs and they lost. So yeah, I want to bet Toronto in this game because their roster is so much better than Chicago's. And I'm doing it. I'm betting the Toronto Maple Leafs minus 160 to win this hockey game. And I feel like a fucking idiot for doing it. But how can you not? Chicago's so bad right now. So counting on the Toronto talent to step up and actually win a hockey game for this team. Austin Matthews finally scored last game. They jumbled up the lines. I really like the line of him with William Nylander and Michael Bunting. If they keep that together, that's a line I'm going to target in DraftKings as well. Feel like an idiot for saying this, but I'm going back to the Toronto Maple Leafs as a favorite on the road to win this hockey game. Or heads are rolling in Toronto. Moving on, next game, Vegas minus 115 at Dallas minus 105. Dallas is one of the teams I really like coming into this year, but I've been picking them, picking on them a little bit last lately. I bet Columbus to beat them in Columbus the other night. Now they're back in Dallas. 
Both teams are kind of struggling. Again, I'm recording this before the Vegas-Colorado game the night before, so I'm going to need to see what happens there, see how they play in that game before I know what I want to bet here. So as of right now, I don't have a bet on this game. I will probably tomorrow. Dallas plays so slow, they can't generate any offense. Again, they only scored one goal against Columbus. They just can't score goals. At some point, you got to think they're going to break out, but you just can't do it right now. You can't bet Dallas to score any goals. And newsflash, in the National Hockey League, if you're not scoring goals, you're not winning games. Vegas also can't score goals. Newsflash, the National Hockey League, if you don't score, you don't win. Someone's got to fucking score in this hockey game. 1-0, 2-0, 2-1, probably a game to bet the over, or sorry, game to bet the over, I can't say all that and say bet the over, probably a game to bet the under, just because both teams can't seem to score, maybe Vegas will get a little bit of good injury news and they'll have some players back for this one, but as of right now, hard to bet either team the way that they're playing, Vegas at least has the built-in excuse of all the injuries, Max Pacioretty, Mark Stone, Alec Martinez, a bunch of guys out on offense, Dallas, no excuses, back at home, they need to win this hockey game. I don't know that they do. The last game of the night in Edmonton. Edmonton just coming off a victory over Vegas. They've had a few days off. They went and watched the Raiders game. They partied in Vegas for a bit. Now they've been home for a couple days in Edmonton. Probably a letdown for them being back in Edmonton after all that. But time to focus, get on the ice, and win some more hockey games. They are undefeated. Coming into town, the Philadelphia Flyers. Plus 145 for Philly here, minus 165. Full disclosure, I think I've mentioned this before. I can't bet Edmonton Oilers games. I grew up in Calgary, so I hate the Oilers. I hate that they have McDavid. I hate that they have Drysaddle. I hate that they're so fucking good. But I cannot bet them because I'm so biased against them that I... Calgary, my favorite team, I can bet on them. I can bet against them. I don't have a problem doing that. I refuse to bet the Oilers. I love betting against them, but it just doesn't work out because right now they're too good. Philly plus 145. I want to fucking bet it so bad. But I've told myself from the start of the year, I'm not betting Edmonton Oilers games. So I would even recommend, don't even listen to, like, mute this out for the next two minutes. Don't listen to a single thing I have to say about the Edmonton Oilers because I'm completely biased. They're obviously a phenomenal hockey team. Connor McDavid, the best player in the National Hockey League. And it's not even close. I haven't played the guy in DraftKings once this year. He's gone off every game. So that's how my DraftKings Knights goes when the Oilers play, because I'm such an idiot and I refuse to play this guy just because I hate the team so much. So obviously, my biggest step forward this year when it comes to playing DraftKings and betting is just to avoid the Edmonton Oilers games. I'll have limited exposure to the slate because I just can't bring myself to play these guys and they just fucking get there every single night. So we're going to find a way to make money in this game. It's going to be the Philadelphia Flyers forwards with the shot props. They got a bunch of guys taking a bunch of shots this year. Travis Konechny, James Van Riemsdyk, Claude Giroux, Sean Couturier, Joel Farabee, Cam Atkinson. All these guys can go off for three shots any night. All of them are listed at 2.5 when they're offered. You got to look in the morning. Obviously, I'm recording this the day before, so I don't know what's being offered. But I think as long as the odds are decent, I'm going to bet... Every Flyers forward that's available to me, over two and a half shots, especially if they're plus money, because against the Edmonton Oilers, there's two things that are true here. They're not very good defensively, so they give up a ton of shots. They're also probably going to score a bunch, so there's a good chance the Oilers are going to be leading this game, which means Philadelphia is going to put on a charge in the third period. They're going to be pressed and taking a lot of shots. Okay? 
That's how the Vegas Golden Knights guys have been getting for me the last couple games, putting on a show at the end of the game, trying to tie up the game. So I like the Philadelphia Flyers forwards for the over on the shot props. Other than that, I can't bet the game. Like I said, I'm too biased. Edmonton Oilers games often play to the over because their goaltending sucks, their defense sucks, and their offense is incredible. So that's where I look in that game. In DraftKings for the night, the Philly offense, like I said, Edmonton, you can't listen to me when I talk about the Edmonton Oilers players. Just be smart and play them. Connor McDavid's the best player in the world. He's averaging more than two points a game. Leon Dreisaitl averaging a ton of points. Whoever's, they mix up the lines all the time. Sometimes they play the two together. If they are together, absolutely play them both if they're apart. Sometimes Dreisaitl does nothing. Sometimes he has three points. But McDavid's the one guy you can go to every night and you know he's going to get there. He's taken a ton of shots this year as well, which has added to his massive, massive floor already. So if you're like me, sit the slate out. Just play a little bit. Hope that something happens and the power goes out in the rink and they don't get any points. Something like that. But if you do want to play, probably play those guys. Other players I'm looking at, I love the Boston first line here. Florida just gave up three goals to the Arizona Coyotes. Three Arizona Coyotes goals are like six goals for any other franchise, especially a team with a top line like Boston. So despite the fact that Florida's probably going to change their goalie from that game and go with Sergei Bobrovsky, I still like the Boston first line. They're playing really well right now. Pasternak's taking a ton of shots per game. Marchand's scoring a ton of points. He's on pace for more than 100 this year, having another great year, even as he gets older. Patrice Bergeron hasn't been contributing as much lately. But last game, he kind of started to get the assist flow, and I think he scored a goal. So Bergeron's getting back on the board. I love all three of those players. That's going to be my direct pivot off of the Oilers forwards. Again, can't recommend that. Horrible idea. I'm doing it anyways. Flyers offense, love them. The only hard part with them is they're really spread out between the three lines. I always go to Joel Farabee. He's continually underpriced. He scores almost every game. He plays with Cam Atkinson, Derek Broussard. Great line, decent price, love them. Vegas is continuing to run offense through their one line that can score Riley Smith, William Carlson, Jonathan Marcheseau. Price is finally starting to catch up a little bit, but those guys are still probably underpriced for the role that they have in their game. Probably overpriced for how much offense they've been producing. And considering Dallas is a pretty good defensive team, it's tough to target them. Another line I love, the Toronto first line. As I mentioned, Matthews, Nylander, Bunting, if they stay together, I love that line. Chicago sucks. They're going to pile up points. And the Bertuzzi line in Chicago or in Detroit as well. They just lit up Chicago. Tougher matchup against Washington, but Washington isn't an elite defensive team. So I love Detroit's first line. Tyler Bertuzzi's crushing it despite not having the COVID vaccine and not being able to travel to Canada. He's still going to threaten for the Rocket Richard trophy if he keeps going this way. He's going to miss 10 games. Doesn't matter. He's probably still going to score 50 goals at the pace he's going on right now. Lucas Raymond's a complete stud. Dylan Larkin's a great player. That's a great line to go to. If you're looking for value, it's tough on this slate. The Dallas players are the cheap ones. Dallas is where you want to go, but they're just not getting there. It's so hard to trust them. But at some point, they have to score a goal. Hey, and maybe this depleted Vegas matchup is the perfect one for them. They're back at home. Maybe they finally start scoring some goals. If you need a cheap offense, that's going to be a first. If you need a cheap first line, Dallas. You're going to have to look at the lines the morning before because they switch them up every single game. Drives me crazy. Probably why they can't score. They don't build any chemistry together. But Dallas is going to be the cheap place to go. Either that or the Boston second or third line. Other than that, there's not much I can tell you until I see the goalie matchups as far as that goes. Probably 
I mean, I'm gonna, I'm an idiot, so I'm probably gonna play Carter Hart in Philadelphia and just hope that the to leverage that with the McDavid fade, I'll either be dead last, 95% chance I'm dead last, 5% chance I win everything. I'll take those odds any day of the week. My recommendation for goalie, probably Toronto, Detroit, or Washington is where I would look. Maybe Boston if you want to get risky. If they start Linus Allmark, he's been playing pretty well the last couple of games, but it's not a great slate for goalies. I think it's going to be pretty high scoring overall. Should be exciting. That's about all I got for today. As usual, I send out my fully updated bets every day to a daily list of subscribers. If you want to get on that list, just message me on Twitter at CeasePeats and I will add you on if you pay, obviously. Bets have been rolling so far. DraftKings has been decent other than the Oilers slate, so don't expect too much tonight. Thank you so much for listening. Like, rate, review, all that good stuff. I think we got Jake coming in tomorrow. He runs the Thursday slate, so he's going to be with you tomorrow. Then we'll get DJ on Friday. I will be back Tuesday and Wednesday next week. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.